0: This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. This episode is sponsored by... Shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy? Easier than counting the planets, at least. Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Oh, what happened to Pluto? Did it offend someone? f Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. <laughs>
1: Hey everybody, it's episode 128 of Beers in the Lot. If you've heard this show before, you probably know what I'm about to say. Yep, that's right. Check out our merchandise store at beersinthelot.com slash shop and join in on the conversation in Discord at beersinthelot.com slash Discord. So in this episode, the guys and I talked a lot about Bruce Boudreau and the Canucks coaching situation. We also talked about our old fat bald guys hockey league games on Sunday night. And a couple weeks ago, I asked the guys and field reporter Ross to help me move an 800-pound skate sharpener. Whenever all of us get together, it's sure to be a time. So we talked about the fun we had with that. Let's get to it.
2: What are you drinking tonight, Daniel? So
3: from Black Flag Brewing Company, keep the Simcoe, you filthy animal. (laughs) Hazy IPA. (laughs) It's got the picture <laughs> of the guy on it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you got tonight, John? Uh, from Trogues, I have the Double Blizzard IPA. Solid. Yeah, nice little winter brew haha. It is excellent. What about you, Riggs? What are
4: you drinking? I have from Flying Dog out of their snow-plowed hibernation pack the Smoked Maple Porter. Oh, it is. That sounds good, actually. Yeah, it's really good. It kind of, it tastes like uh, maple and a campfire. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) As we would expect with that name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this this is really good, actually. So, yeah. Aaron, what do you have? I have, out of New Belgium Brewing, a Fat Tire Amber Ale. Good. Also good. Yep i I used to drink a lot of fat tires at Hard Times Happy Hour. <laughs> hard
1: Times local, <laughs> local place here in Frederick. Oh, yeah. Well, Hard Times
2: they shut down, right? Yeah, yeah. a while yeah. ago, before COVID. Yeah, they were gone. Yeah. I didn't mind yeah. it. Yeah, because they always had like good happy hour and stuff, yeah. and the food wasn't that bad. I don't think.
4: I'm sorry. I mean, chili joint, right? So, yeah, I, yeah it was all right.
3: I, can't, they had really good wings. Yes.
4: Yeah, had, the mm-hmm. grilled wings. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I used to frequent the happy hour with a friend of ours. You shoot <laughs> and, billiards too? And we used to, no, no, no. We would watch people play pool. We'd just sit <laughs> at the bar and watch people play pool. And then <laughs> I would
3: have made that shot. Yeah, no. would, yeah, exactly. We we
4: would just dump money into the jukebox, you know, the touch jukebox. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Just dump money in there, but we wouldn't put on stuff that people want to hear. We would put on, <laughs> uh, we'd put on, we'd request Carly, call me maybe, By Carly like Carly Ray Jepsen, like nine uh-huh. times in a row. Oh. Um, <laughs> then uh, we'd throw a Slayer tune in. Usually, rain and blood, yeah, we throw um a Harry Belafonte tune in every like Deo or you know whatever <laughs> yeah. and, like, just just really, really messed up stuff that nobody wanted to listen to on the bar side of hard times, which is a pool hall, essentially, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's when we learned that when you go to those places and they have the little touchscreen jukeboxes. The bartenders have remotes for them behind the bar and they can cancel all of your requests. Yeah. So even though we dumped like 20 bucks in, they just, you know, denied all of our requests.
1: This sounds familiar. You know, this sounds like something that happened one time when I think Daniel and I went to uh, Bifo Brady's and somebody at the bar went to the Touch Tunes and requested. All of Evanescence's songs off of all of their CDs <laughs> in succession,
3: or at the Polish Falcons when mm. Biscuit was well. played the whole night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound familiar.
4: <laughs> oh. oh, they gave Johnny Goudreau a penalty shot, right, he and he missed
3: and it. Any missed? Did you see the uh, the Columbus players were booing him at practice? Yeah, it was awesome.
4: So so they get him ready for tonight. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> His return to Calgary. Do <laughs> you think <laughs> Hole have an
2: easier time of going to Calgary or Matthew Kachuk? Because Johnny Gaudreau kind of left free agent, and apparently from what it sounded like the whole time. He was like, I kind of want to go east. It's family reasons and a lot of, you know. Closer to home, all that stuff, versus Matthew Chuck, where the second Johnny Gaudreau left, he's like, trade me now. I don't want to <laughs> be here. I don't know. I have a little I more respect know. for Johnny Gaudreau in that situation. I get it, because they're both, like, all-star players, so, like, to some extent, like, considering the sports culture with, like, MLB, NFL, NBA, and you could even say NHL, like, the players are really the ones who, like, dictate some of the you know, dictate kind of where they get to play. You know, if they say I don't want to play here, trade me. The well, owners and general managers really don't have much, you know, say on that. It's not like the old days of Vince Lombardi. You know, where yeah. he was like, "Doesn't matter, you have to play." Like it doesn't I, work that way.
4: <laughs> I I say it a lot. I I think like being a pro athlete or a pro hockey player is just like any other job. So if the living situation or, you know, your, your coworker environment or whatever it is, if it's not the right situation for you, then you're going to want to leave and, and go somewhere that makes more sense. So, I yeah, I get I it. Right. Like, I just don't think it's any, any different other than, yeah. you know, they play a game, but <laughs> there's <Yeah>. only
1: 31 <laughs> other jobs in the country. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in the continent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of jobs, though. Oh, what a segue, Aaron! Oh. Oh, <laughs> what a wow. segue! Oh man! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That uh, that saga up in Vancouver has uh, come to kind of a grisly. I age. think it's
2: the owner. I think the Francisco Acolini. He's a ding dong. I, I I think GM <laughs> Rutherford. I'm I'm serious. Like you look at back some of the stuff he wanted to say. And it said, like, I think he wanted to can Bruce at the end of last season and bring in his own coach and whatnot. And he had to sign him because the owner apparently wanted to. And then they got off to a bad start. And it just it's it's painful because you saw some of the stuff like Boudreaux said, like a bunch of the players are very emotional and not happy. And it kind of makes sense because some of the guys are not having very good seasons. JT Miller, like he blows up on his teammates and shit. After last season, he had 99 <laughs> points. I mean, I think he has 40 or 41 already in like 46 some games. So he's, he's not far off that pace, but, you know, he's not.
1: Not where he was.
2: Yeah, he's a little behind. And I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that leads to like a very, just like Eric was saying, a very weird, awkward work environment. That's not cool, too. Like, Boudreau's yeah. a decent guy. He took the high road the whole time. He got have bag that entire team he could have he didn't so i respect him on that i mean as a player i know i
3: i saw um one of you guys sent it that like a lot of the players were emotional about him leaving but at the same time like if you're a player like your team's not playing well wouldn't you want like a new coach to come in there i mean i i know you could kind of be sad at the same time but wouldn't you want that change cuz like you guys are dog shit like, something's got to happen, and the easiest thing to do is
2: get rid of the coach. Do you think some of the players were crying because they know Rick Tockett, who's a worse coach than Boost Boudreau, coming in? Do you think part of that? Gabby's known as
4: a player's coach.
2: Yeah. He's yeah.
4: also one of the first sort of players that came from the old school eras that embraced the new school scoring is everything, offense first, Strategies and if he doesn't get promoted from Hershey to Washington at the time that he did, ovechkin's path may have been a lot different you know right. so he's he's definitely he's gonna help you score and he's gonna he's gonna be a player first coach. I think that's yeah. what they're gonna miss and I think when you see the reaction from that the negative reaction for the players with everything that went on and now him leaving. It's more about maybe they feel like they failed him and cost him his job because they they're not performing for whatever reason. So I think that's that reaction. Rick Tockett does not have a good track record as an NHL head coach. Uh, he his teams typically are on the wrong side of puck possession and scoring. He his teams will defend very well, but. They can't score goals. So on a team that has had trouble scoring goals, I don't understand what the point
2: is. This is the first team he's had with actual like weapon
4: weapons, though. Uh, He had Tampa Bay for a couple years. He and, did. And the year did. after the year after he was fired, Guy Boucher took them to the Eastern Conference final. Exactly. So,
2: Guy Boucher let's... also did a one to one the neutral zone, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. So the so the defensive coach, they brought in another guy who is
4: more defensive. But, but and they went to the ETF. And the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's not too get too crazy about like, you know, now like Rick Tockett w- hasn't been an NH- NHL head coach for that many seasons either. Like I think yeah, exactly. I think it's you know just over half a dozen seasons maybe that he was yeah. an NHL head coach. He's been an assistant all over. Four the place. of them
1: four of those with the coyotes too yes
4: yes yeah exactly so like take that i mean they you know the one year uh the last year he was there they did okay but they also had you know darcy kemper having probably his best year so um you know i just i don't understand how you can you know we talked about it last week i don't understand how you could string a guy like boudreau out like that for months, you know, for months. Yeah. And and then turn around and contact Elliot Friedman from Roger's Sportsnet, Sportsnet Insider, Elliot Friedman, and tell him it's his fault that they fired Bruce Boudreau. <laughs> oh, God.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and apparently, because I was digging Bizarre. into some of that a little bit, because I'm such a dork, there's been... Dating back to the Winter Classic, they were at least talking to him. They met with him a little after the Winter Classic. So that means they were probably talking to him back in December. They had to be. Mm. So, like, to me, I'm like, I, I don't like that. I-, I think that's that that's scummy. That That's really just, like, I, I think that's the-, the owner and the team just, like, the owner had a plan. It was very poorly laid out, and they just couldn't do it. And that was the other thing, too, because the press conference where they introduced Rick uh, Rutherford said that he's going to step away uh, uh, in terms of like microphone and press conference time and let Patrick Alvine kind of deal with it. And I think that's because I think Jim feels a little bad and I think he was maybe saying some of that stuff to like kind of speed this process along because like this is just my opinion like dealing knowing what I know about him when he was in carolina and then when he was in pittsburgh if he doesn't like something he changes it like he he doesn't he's patient to some extent but like he if he feels a change is needed he believes in that and he goes through with it he doesn't do this song and dance that's not him so that that the whole situation is very strange in general like i think there's a lot we don't know about too like internally how that team works and they even let go of their assistants and they brought in Adam Foot and Sergey Gonchar like get the hell out of here
4: brought Those two guys. i mean look two hall of Fa- future hall of famers defensemen yeah. right two future hall of fame defensemen in to a team that can't score goals
2: yeah exactly <laughs> yep <laughs> that makes that sense was, yeah i mean in in two kind of i mean it seems so bad well the, in and these guys are guys without like proven tracker so like you're gonna trust some of the development of some of these kids they have well, there.
4: Gonchar, Gonchar,
2: yes. I'm he's, I'm fine with Gonchar to some extent, but it. like, yeah, I'm I'm fine with him, but like Adam Foot, I'm kind of met, and I'm kind of like, you want these kids to like develop appropriately, and are these really the right guys? I I don't know. I mean, a hundred percent, I really don't. Maybe, you know, hypothetically, they turn stuff around, and then you have half of the fan base that's like, oh, we want him to tank. Well. The only way you can really ensure a tank job if your coach is trying to win games is you start stripping pieces away. They don't want to sign Bo Horvat. Get it done. Just just peel that band-aid. Move him. Yeah. And and I'm willing to bet with what they've said already, like he doesn't care probably where he goes to some extent. So like if you get a somewhat decent r- return package and he's okay with it, send him. And if Peter is really the only guy you're like a hundred percent safe with keeping. Uh between Brock and Quinn Hughes and Demco and you know some of the other guys get it. go. Go. I, I don't get it. Oh,
1: Yeah. Naming off these players, it doesn't seem like any of these players should go. Like they have a it doesn't they have a team.
4: Yeah. It's a decent team.
2: It's a decent team on paper. There's something yeah. in that in that room and kind of what Eric was saying maybe sometimes you show up you don't like your co-workers you don't like the way it gels in the room and yes winning cures a lot of that like I bet if they were the other side of the standings maybe maybe a lot of the stuff goes differently so the, the only thing that's interesting about the whole ownership and management group is they don't want to go over for Bo Horvat because they think what he's doing this year is kind of like an aberration because it's a contract year they did the exact same thing for J.T. Miller last year. J.T. Miller had like 20-some points over his career high last year. They signed him, didn't even blink an eye. Mm. But Bo Horvat, who's your captain, who was drafted and developed in that system, they, they're like, ah, I think that's a little much. I don't know. I think that's not really his, you know, his ceiling. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's fake. I don't know. Icky. Yeah,
1: there's something up. That's a shame. It's, it's a real shame, the, the whole situation out there.
2: Bruce will be back on TV, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. For he sure. has offers from Sportsnet and TSN. Hmm. He could take Rick Talkett's spot on TNT and be better than him anyway. I didn't yeah, think I Rick Talkett added anything. <laughs> i like to
4: replace the entire TNT broadcast.
2: Also, I didn't like that TNT broadcast <laughs> the other... It was like last week I was watching it. And, like, some of the guys on there were, like, really grilling them on, like, oh, tell us about Vancouver and stuff. I'm like, that's not right that's either. That's
4: inappropriate, yeah. I think that's... that's wrong
2: either, because my problem with that is, like, Gretzky was a coach, Rick Tockett was a coach who's been fired and been an assistant. Yeah. Like, so he kind of knows, like, hey, like, they're all part of a coaching fraternity. That's not a good look. Yeah. That's not a good look. I get part of it, like, they want ratings, and they want him to say something sensational, but, like, Maybe backstage or something, you know, kind of ask them on the down low and then just don't say anything. Just, you know, just keep it to yourself. So, you know, it, it it was just it's grimy. It's not it's not good.
4: I don't like that. So going back to firing Boudreaux and firing NHL head coaches in general, I tend to go look at their team's goalie stats because in, in general goalies underperform the team's. Are 500 or worse, and there's expectations, and then coach gets fired. So if you go look at the Canucks goalies, Spencer Martin, who's played the majority of the games, sits at an 893 save percentage. Demko is at a 909, which is that's decent, but he's only played 15 games. And Delia, who's only played nine games, is at a 910. 910, 909, anything in that area, you're going to win some games. You should win some games. But the bulk of those games, you're getting 893 out of your goaltender. Not a good sign and probably is an indicator of other issues or you're getting fired because you weren't getting goaltending. And it's unfair, but yeah, the NHL is unfair. Hockey's unfair whatever. Life's not
1: fair. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, you
4: know, but I always go look at that because I think there's a trend where teams underperform in goaltending, particularly in save percentage, because it's really the only individual number that we have for goaltenders and then coaches get fired. Makes sense to me. But yeah, it's
1: kind of, it's a crappy situation up there. Hopefully they figure it out. Whatever path they take to get get back into contention is, is hopefully get
0: somewhere they need to be. Quick intermission break while we get a word in from our sponsors. Shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy? Certainly easier than spelling conscientious right on the first try. C O N S H, nope, S I. Uh uh. S C? Oh, that C's moonlighting as an H. FM Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Our investment and trust services team can help make your retirement dreams a reality. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. Let's check the British spelling. Anything interesting happened in our games?
1: I was gonna say that uh when we were watching <laughs> our game was the first game and we finished early we finished, you know, in the middle of the second, I guess, for the the late game, the West West Coast start. <laughs> so we came over and watched, and uh, it was John's team versus Riggs' team, and it was like watching teams in a different league from the game we just
2: played. <laughs> 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 our, our, our game was <laughs> slow, so much though. faster, and
1: <laughs> our game was so slow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was kind of funny. Like multiple people said that last night, and like Eric and I kind of just looked at each other, like what I'm are you like,
4: just- what are you talking about? <laughs> 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 but if
2: you Just think about we... it like not in a bad way like we did Riggs and I our team like we did boat race the other two teams. So yes
4: yes so maybe that's, that's true part of it that's true <laughs> and then our game yeah. was a one goal game so yeah 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 <laughs> I, I don't know we were skating like I felt like we were talking on our our private channel on discord today like I felt like we played well and it was it was a good game it was it was a very you good know. game. Yeah. yeah. Like it was de- fun to watch. Was, yep. Yeah. Which is hard to do. I don't know if it was fast.
1: Well, I mean, we said don't it's don't... fun to watch. It was raining and cold, so. Yeah, oh, like, oh yeah. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> we brought else our do. beers inside. Right. Then we weren't wet and cold. So you're you're like... saying
2: there was no paint to dry. That's <laughs> Yeah, not... exactly. Like, exactly. exactly. There's not... Right, yeah.
1: There was no grass to watch growing or yeah, paint to watch yeah, dry. You're like, oh, it seems so much faster. I'm
4: like. Uh, it probably wasn't. <laughs> no. They didn't have the TVs on in the warming
1: area with any yeah. NHL games, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly.
4: <laughs>
2: we did say, like, we did have a lot of whistles, like, not outsides, just, like, pucks out of play, stoppages, stuff like that. Like, the flow still moved pretty well. Like, it wasn't like one of those nights where you get a lot of whistles and it just feels like it's stop, start, stop. <laughs> John, the, like, the play mood. We... <laughs>
1: You what? and me playing Wednesday night in another in another league. And oh, yeah. you said something after, like, the third face-off in a row when somebody, sh- like, chipped it up out. You said something about, like, it, the, you guys didn't pay attention when your mic coaches were telling you something. What did you say?
2: Because oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> everybody kept
0: chipping it out.
2: <laughs> I was so angry because, like, it, it's like all these guys were just chipping the puck out playing D. And I was like, a lot of you guys over probably didn't over. see... I, mean, I just made the joke like skating up the ice against Aaron the other week. I was like, of like, you guys probably didn't see the ice a lot when you guys were mites because you didn't listen to your coaches and <laughs> just keeping the thing on the <laughs> Like I'm not I'm not joking. Like it's like I understand like sometimes over, yeah. I understand sometimes if you're under like severe duress or like a long shift, like I'm I'm all in favor at that point of just like picking a spot, throwing it up the ice, get a whistle change, like just get you know, get yourself out of that situation instead of constantly just Coughing out the puck, but like three or four times in a row, like oh. some dude, I'm like at the point, ready, mm-hmm. have no problem. I stick on the ice, and the D's is flinging it down for an ice. And I'm like,
1: what was that two? <laughs> there was what one too. Like they dropped the puck, and the, the defensive in the defensive team in the defense, their defensive zone. Yeah, it was clean back to the defenseman yep. down in the corner. And he just throws it over the glass. Just ices it. Just no, it. Oh, not just... He threw it over the glass. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody's there in the zone. Yeah. Nobody has moved from the face off. He's got the puck and he just flings it over the glass. Yeah. Like, what the oh, hell are you doing? My... Do you want to play? Yeah. Like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Keep brutal. it in the goddamn
2: room. Yeah. <laughs> he brought the puck and he's like, I don't want you guys playing anymore. I'm taking it home. <laughs> Yeah, I just was (laughs) like, that Wednesday night skate is fun, but like, I I say a few things like, cause it's like, we play with some youth coaches, and Mm -hmm. some of them make very poor decisions, and I just chuckled myself, and I was like, you guys probably yell at kids for doing the exact same thing you're doing right now, (laughs) I'm sure it's awesome.
4: Or even worse. Yeah. Or even worse. They teach them to do that. Right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Well, to teach them, they would have to be uh, a
1: master likely. at that.
2: Yeah. They'd have to be able to explain it. And I I think some of the things I've seen, they can't explain it. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> anyway, though. Yeah. Now, when we were watching you guys play, it, it seemed like it was a pretty good flow. I mean, there might there was a couple of whistles we saw, but it didn't seem like it was anything, you know, out of order or anything. But there's, there was definitely some guy. There's some guys on... You on both your teams, they can really move. They can move the puck. They can, they got yeah. wheels. Like, there's a couple guys that are quick. They can move their feet. They can yeah. move their feet. Move their, they feet. can move their, their hands. They can move yeah. their sticks. You know, <laughs> Aaron knows what you're supposed hands. to do. Oh, God. I got a, I got a, a compliment question mark for last night. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, well, as the captain of our team, he said that well, yeah, I had he's, the, uh, he's been, uh on, been on, he's
3: been on the pod. Yeah. He's been on yeah, the show. Pabani,
1: yeah. He, he's yeah, been He's been on the show. he Yeah. He, uh, he said, <laughs> I, I had it relayed to me, but then he later told me, he, he mentioned it too. He said, Aaron, you've got the best worst hands in the league. <laughs> <laughs> best worst hands. Uh, it's so true. I got to get the green biscuit out again, I guess. They, well,
2: from what i heard they they like uh changed it so it's a new new green biscuit so maybe that'll help you
1: yeah i need to get one of them i guess Yeah.
2: You get the new green biscuit. <laughs> whatever
1: i've been doing hasn't been working
2: <laughs>
3: aaron's just skating down the ice i don't know what to do with my hands yep <laughs> uh, so true <laughs> As I'm bagging on you. I did nothing wrong last night at all.
1: You scored a goal. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs>
2: I like hearing that, Daniel. That's a respectable game from you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> goal, couple assists,
3: you know. Wow. It's all, it's all in a night. Look you know, at you. I actually passed.
4: You got your cookies. Yeah.
2: I did it's get your my cookies. cookies. Look at you. And we, we finally got, we won our first game, so. Yeah, we won. All, way to go, gentlemen. <laughs> did you guys have a victory song?
1: Uh, I don't think we want to talk about it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah Although you know. the victory song was better.
3: Uh, the victory song was better than the music when the, I came
2: the, into the, the locker
1: room. The dressing. Yeah, yeah. The music. yeah. I heard you guys,
2: I heard you guys are playing like Mumford God, and Sons or some bluegrass uh, stuff. I That's wish it was like that. Mumford and Sons.
1: Yeah. <laughs> would have been an improvement. Jeez.
3: Uh, oh. That was brutal. I'm like, I'm supposed no, to get got- hyped
1: up to this. We got we got uh for a victory song we got uh who is it Queens of the Stone Age Go with the Flow or whatever oh that's a good song yeah, yeah it's yeah. all right I don't that's know a about song. a yeah as a victory know. it's a good song but as a victory yeah. song I don't know
4: victory song in the room like yeah we dictated the flow we didn't go with the flow yeah. we had to change
2: ours because last <laughs> week we had Ninety Nine Problems by Jay Z oh yeah somewhere weren't hundred some percent feeling with vibing with that. So we had to change it, which is totally fine because early enough we can make these changes and adjust early in the season. <laughs> <laughs> so it went with Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. Oh, yeah, yes. I like better. Yeah. Yeah. So
4: yeah. Oh. so yeah. I may
2: bring my speaker next week. Yeah. yeah, you're
4: going to have to, somebody. Well,
1: somebody needs to bring a speaker.
4: You're going to have to get there pretty early. I'm just Do you want me to bring the Honda Civic? Give you in? that <laughs> intel right yeah. Now. Yeah. We yeah. need to borrow the, the, the Honda Civic, yeah. John. You guys need
2: to borrow the <laughs> Honda Civic? <laughs> William <borrow> my speaker. <laughs> Has anyone like, uh, done anything different lately? Got out of their comfort zone early in the new year? Picked up any new skills, hobbies, etc.?
1: We We did pick up something recently that. That we haven't talked about, but we might have mentioned it, but I don't know if we actually talked about it, but all four of us literally picked something up a couple of weeks ago, something very heavy and brought it back to my house. <laughs> we didn't talk about that.
4: We didn't oh, actually yeah. talk about this. We didn't tell the story. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. right. That's right.
2: <laughs> so. <laughs> we bought an ice rink.
4: Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, bought an ice was, Might as well have it. Wait as <laughs> yeah, much as a fucking ice Exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Better investment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so the backstory, the folks in Discord probably have heard about this because I think we've talked about it there uh, maybe a little bit, but the backstory is that forever I have wanted a skate sharpener. And I found one on like a, a surplus site or something like that. As somebody nearby. One of the ice rinks was getting rid of theirs and uh, placed a bid on it. And I won the auction. So they told me that I uh, had to come pick it up at a certain certain time. Like, oh, you only have between these two weeks or whatever to come pick it up. And they said, oh, it weighs 800 pounds. So, <laughs> 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 so I, uh, I tapped all of my work. friends. light work. <laughs> I tapped the entire podcast plus field reporter Ross. And, uh, we, we drove down to get it and kind of made an e- afternoon slash evening of it. And, uh, brought the trailer down and all these ratchet straps. And like, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, we met the ice rink crew at the, the rink there and they, they helped us get it unhooked and all that stuff. And then we had to get these, Furniture dollies underneath it, so we could push it out, roll it out. And, I couldn't uh, make it to the
2: first part, though.
1: Yeah, Daniel couldn't make it to the first part, but he did. He did help. I knew, you guys, ha- I knew you guys had
2: it. I think that was strategic <laughs> on Danny's part. I think he was like, "I'm going to let these <laughs> idiots do all the hard shit." Yeah, I pushed my <laughs> wife. Up. I pushed my wife
3: over so she would <laughs> hurt. Oh, her ankle. God. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I didn't have to go. Yeah,
2: that's exactly. <laughs> Danny <it. laughs> accidentally knocked her over when he was posing in front of his Subaru.
4: <laughs> We're gonna post that picture too. Uh, oh, it's up. That's up. Oh, it's up. up. We have it up. Nice. Uh, there's a lot of details that have been left out here, though. There's oh a lot yeah, there's, of there's a bunch of, of details. Keep going. One yeah, one going. very important detail is when we when uh, so Jod and I rode down together. We rode down together in his truck. then ross and i rode down in the so jeep and trailer yeah field reporter ross and aaron get down there before us and then we show up and you know we're getting everything figuring out how we're going to get this thing out of the little office that it's in it's in like a what was that room maybe six by eight maybe small right little room standard door right uh, so we've got to figure out how to work it around in the room and get it out the door and all this stuff while we're doing this, Johnny's like, we need to start taking parts off the top. <laughs> so he unscrews like the cover on the one wheel <laughs> it has like four <laughs> thumb screws and this cover and he just takes it off and puts it on the little table part. <laughs> and then we start. We start rocking the 800-pound skate sharpener back and forth to get it up on the dollies, and the thumb screws go everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> and then the
1: joke was, man, so glad we got that cover off and made it so much yeah. to yeah. yeah, that 300
4: grams really made the difference. Imagine if that was on. You it all could would have had hernias. You all would have had hernias. It could
1: have been the straw. You should be thanking me. It broke are yeah. all of our camelbacks or whatever.
5: Yeah. <laughs> you should be thanking me.
4: Camelbacks. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> uh we so actually after that everything was kind of uneventful. Like we get it on the dollies, we roll it yeah, out yeah, to yeah. the trailer. We slide it on the trailer and now it's time to strap it down. And the, <laughs> and this is when we're the th- the three of us who did not buy the thing, kind of decided that we were going to be hands off on strapping it on the trailer. Fair enough. So, so there was no, uh, there was no culpability in <laughs> right. if if the thing like slid off the trailer that, on. Yeah, that,
1: that was. We were all in agreement road. that it it probably didn't even need to be strapped down. No, it's eight hundred no. pounds. Yes. So it probably wasn't going to move at all. The problem would be, is if it did start moving, it would not stop that's the vehicle. A, that's right. <laughs> so that's right. It would go into the back of the Jeep, it, out the back of the trail. It would be bad. So I wanted to be sure it was, it definitely wasn't going to move. So I strapped it down, you know,
2: but. <laughs> and somebody said those famous words. Yeah. As a county inspector, I made sure it was going to stay. Yeah. Right. yeah,
1: John, John did sign off. Oh, on that ain't going
2: to move anywhere that's, yeah. that's not going, anywhere. He checked checked not going the strap anywhere
4: and then he slapped it said, yeah. that's, <laughs> not that's not going anywhere that baby's not going anywhere <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it
3: was ready to be shipped yes. <laughs> yes.
1: yes so we did get it back to my place and then uh, John actually uh, fortuitously also requested a chunk of like rubber flooring oh, from yeah, this rink that was uh, basically offloading a bunch of their stuff anyway
2: I was ready to like slice a piece
4: if we yeah, need but it you true. found a really good piece. You found a, nice, a really sizable he piece. He's walking around the place with this like <laughs> knife, like a I don't know, like like bill cutting. Like he's walking around with this knife. He's the butcher. Like, like, uh, like he just uh, wanted uh, to cut something. I like. always
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, have like yeah, I have like a big knife thing. I'm I'm really into knives and
1: stuff. <laughs> Big knife guy. I have like a Weird. lot of like <laughs> OTFs
2: and automatics around the house at all times. Like you have we had, were like, moving, it was awesome.
4: He had this thing. It was like hooked hooked. It was, into a, Kyde- his, it was a It was a Jeans po- and I, well, pocket. Well, I put yeah. a holster. I put it
2: on. Nah, no, not a yes, holster. It's a sheath. That's sheaf. what it is. That's it's what it is. It's like really a carrying around a k bar. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Friggin' Rambo. Make it sound like I'm Danny Trejo and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I'm not. That. <laughs> like, I am. I am. Uh, You're the nice it was guy. A, yeah, it was a Kydex sheath, and I just put it on my belt just for. But he's
4: he's like walking around like a like he's got a six shooter on his oh on his God. belt. Like he's got his he's walking around and he's With like his you
1: hands need, ready to draw. You need, you need me to
4: cut something? I'll cut it. You need me to yeah. cut something? <laughs>
3: You should have cut the straps off the trailer when we got (laughs) Well
1: that's it from us for episode one twenty eight. Thank you for your listen. We appreciate every single listen we get. Be sure to tell your friends and family and teammates about our show if you think they might enjoy it. And have yourself a great week. See you next Wednesday.